Brent Venables. Defense is obviously Brent Venables' calling card, or so I thought. I thought after we went 3-0 and at Nebraska, we finally have a defense. Playoffs, here we come. My men here at Fox, Joel Klatt, Colin Coward, said Oklahoma is a playoff team. And after last Saturday, in all seriousness, I do not believe my Oklahoma Sooners will even qualify for a bowl game. I do not believe we will win another game. I don't believe we can beat Kansas in Norman. Seriously. I thought whenever that was first playing, that was just like some random fan recording themselves in their phone and posting it to social media. Uh, well, I think it was. Then... I think it was Skip Bayless in the bathroom <laughs> posting on his phone is what it was. Uh, Skip Bayless. He said he doesn't think they're going to win another game. Huh. Um, that seems drastic, but I can understand the feeling, I guess, a little bit. Remember that um, early week feel I gave you last hour of OU winning 34-31? After what Skip yeah. just said and looking at his past track record of predictions – um, OU is going to win this game by 17 on Saturday and easily cover. So if you were looking for something, OU fans, to make you feel more confident about Saturday's game and everything moving forward, Skip Bayless saying they're not going to win another game, that might do it for you. He's been pretty right. god-awful with predictions. And I know that the biggest struggle right now is on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I get it, and I know there's a ton of frustration there. But I I have no loss in confidence whatsoever that Oklahoma is going to return to an elite program on the defensive side of the ball. Now, my timeline has changed. Yeah, okay? I, bet it, I bet it has. But I still firmly believe that we are going to be exactly where we had hoped and where we need to be defensively, okay? I, I said this whenever Venables left the first time and went to Clemson. He, it's not as if he forgot how to coach when he was here and remembered when he went to Clemson and then forgot again whenever he showed up. Like, that's that's not what's going on. It's just taking some time for this team to become acclimated and attuned to exactly what they're being asked to do on the defensive side of the ball. And I like, – our roster is what it is, okay? And I'm not, I'm not trying to – pass this team off as being the most talented team that we've seen, or, or I, I don't even care where they rank. But we have talent that is more than capable to play far beyond what they've played the last three weeks. There is no doubt. Is it the I perfect so. roster to run Venable's scheme? Oh, no, it's not, okay? And that's fine, but it's not a, a roster that should be last in the Big 12 defensively, okay? It's just not. 
these guys are talented enough to run good defense. Matter of fact, we've seen them already do it this season. Right? And I know the, the, the level of play or the level of opponent was low, but they still executed and had guys in the right place. Now, there's, there's a lot of talk about the three-man front, the four-man front. I heard, you know, I was listening to the T-Row in the morning show today, and there was a bunch of text messages about that, questions about that. And someone asked that question. It was the last question. There was a double question at the press conference, the final one. I don't remember what the first one was, and the second one was asking him to talk about the three-man front versus the four-man front. And then he answered the first part of the question and then said, okay, is that it? We'll see you guys later. Nice. <laughs> and, and didn't talk about it. But let me say this about the three-man front versus the four-man front. I'm biased, okay? And I think everyone that's listened to this show knows that I prefer a four-man front. I That's what I played in pretty much my whole life. Now – Every team runs like a couple of change-up things, but for the most part, every team I I was playing for majored in the four-man front. Um, Having said that, I think the best possible defense that you can run against modern offenses and what we see in the game today is probably the three-man front. You got the personnel. Now. You got the dudes, sure. Here's the thing. It's more complicated. It, you have to have more specialized players. But it's probably the best. In the, in the perfect world, you would be able to excel at both, a three-man front and a four-man front. And that's where they are right now. Like, that's what they're trying to do right now. And they're not excelling at either one of them, frankly. But I, I, Brent Venables is installing this defense, okay? It's his system. It's his scheme. It's what he had the number one defense in the country at Clemson with and routinely top five in scoring and total, right? That's what he's implementing. And that is the best way to have an elite defense moving forward. Okay? And I know there's frustration right now with it that the guys haven't grasped it it perfectly and there's mistakes and, you know, we're not making the big plays. I understand all that frustration. But – in the long term, and that's what we're trying to do here, is build a championship program. In the long term, what he is doing and how he is doing it is the right way. Sure. Um, I thought playing that Skip Bayless clip would make people more confident. I guess not. All I'm getting is I agree with Skip Bayless and can't stand Skip, but he isn't wrong. So the I guess it's so dire now that people are resorting to uh, agreeing with Skip Skip Bayless that they're not going to beat Kansas There's or win no a game on way. Saturday. Surely not. There's no way that that whoever texts that does not does not agree with Skip Bayless and doesn't think that OU's is not going to win another game. 
Okay, come on. Give me a break. Uh, by the way, in case you've been uh, out of it today and you didn't hear the press conference, here's Britt Venables on the latest with uh, Dylan Gabriel. Well, there you go. That's a pretty optimistic take there by Britt Venables that he's going to play on Saturday. And now yeah. some might say, oh, it's just a smoke screen. He ain't playing. I don't believe it to be a smoke screen. I believe that the thought inside those walls right now is that Dylan Gabriel's going to play on Saturday, which, God willing, he will. Oh, come on. There's no one that thinks that that's a smoke screen. You sure? You not you manage the text line for one day before you spout what off they something saying? like that? I get it all day long. He's not really playing. There's no way that he's going to play. That's just a lie. It's a fabrication. That's not the case. I mean, it's it's all, really? all day on here. Yes. Yes. I, like, why are you so surprised about crazy takes that we get on here? We just had people agreeing with Skip Bayless, and you're surprised that people think that that comment by Britt Venables is a – they think it's a smoke screen? I, I, I mean, you're right. But I still don't understand why they think it would be a smokescreen. I mean, he never, ever hinted that Dylan Gabriel was going to play in the game against the University of Texas. Never said that. Um, So whenever he comes out and says, I fully expect him to play, and I don't know if this was in that clip or not, and they said, when do you expect to, to, like, be able to make that judgment or make that announcement, and he said Thursday. Yep. I <laughs> wasn't in the clip, but yes, uh, he did say that. I don't know. I don't know, like where, where the conspiracy is. Right. I don't, I don't know. There's always I, conspiracy on here. That's what you've got to understand. Yeah. Well, you've been I out of studio for so long so. that you haven't seen the uh, scrolling text here. You've you haven't been in studio since the three game losing streak started. That's that's what's going on here. It's probably best. Let's get in the let's get into the grimy stuff. Let's what what's some of the worst stuff you've seen on the text line? <laughs> yeah, let me let me formulate some of that, and I'll get back to you. Uh, it's it's well, it's, agreeing with Skip Bayless is probably at the top somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's where we got to start. I mean, right? we went Anytime. from the off season people not claiming him as a native Oklahoman to now like, well, I hate him, but I mean, he's right. We're gonna we're gonna win another game. Are you kidding me? I guess uh, we've been really bad the last three games. I guess not really bad. I I thought the Kansas State game was really bad, and that but that was until I watched the TCU Texas game. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I've learned a new rock bottom the past three weeks, and I'm yeah. praying that I don't find what rock, rock bottom really is Saturday at about three o'clock. In hindsight, the Kansas State team was pretty good, not bad. Take that team. Um, I think they'll. I think they're going to improve. I, I'm, I don't expect them to to come out and and look just amazing against Kansas. I expect them to look way better than they did against Texas, uh, for no other reason than we've got our quarterback uh, back at the helm. Uh, like I said, it's like 70, 70 
maybe it's just like 70 to 14. We've been outscored since Dylan Gabriel left the TCU game. So I, uh, that tells you quite a bit about how limited we are as a football team whenever our quarterback goes down. Now, I, I'm not, not expecting us to just all of a sudden morph into a new team all of a sudden, but we'll be way better. There's no doubt about that. Jason Edwards County says we should have a Pacifico day and drink while doing the show. I think it would help oh, yeah. dealing with all the Skip Bayless BS on the text line. Yeah, Monday after a loss should be a Pacifico day. I don't know how we could make that happen. Actually, I do. But. Uh, what, what, makes, uh, what, what makes him think that that's not happening right now with me <laughs> over here at Titan uh, Factory Direct? I'd be, uh, I'd, be, I'd be pretty jealous if, it, if, it, uh, if that was the case. They're going to have a sellout on Saturday? Tickets as low as $26 right now on StubHub when I looked two hours ago. A sellout? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, an, probably. An announced sellout. Not, there won't be 85,000 butts yeah. in seats. I'm talking about. It ain't going to be close yeah. to a every button in the seat game. All right. Those are hard to come by anyways. Uh, yeah. They, it may be an announced sellout, but it, that east side upper deck is going to be sparse. So you think we'll all and be the, laughing what, the when northeast we, corner? You think we'll all be laughing when we hear uh, sometime in the fourth quarter? Today's attendance is eighty-five thousand four hundred thirty-four consecutive sellout, one hundred and f- whatever it is since ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah, that's that will be that will be played. Standing room only today. God, yeah. please. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. It is a, it, it's it's pride with the fans, but. It'd be ideal if the sellout streak did not end on Saturday. But at the same time, it's Tuesday, and I'm really nervous about it. Yeah. I, you know, uh, like I said, like the team is not going to respond well to hatred, anger, um, slurs. Like, that's, that's not going to get anything done with this team. It would probably go a really far way with this group after dropping three straight and checking their social media and seeing that their fan base uh, hates them and thinks they're god-awful and uh, thinks they're terrible people and are a disgrace to the university and to the program. Like It would probably go a really far way with those guys if – we did have a sellout, and we did have a butt in every seat, and there were some people really happy to see him there at home playing a football game. Yeah. That would probably go a really long I way I would guess them. so. Uh, and then you say that, and then the first text I see is, well, 26 bucks sounds pretty steep given this team's recent performance. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, perhaps. How much w- – well, we got complaints about the the ten dollar spring game. Ticket, oh my didn't we? god! Did we ever? Why did you have to bring that up? I forgot about that. Well, I drive from I Tulsa. And I just can't afford it. Yeah, I just can't afford drive from Tulsa a ten dollar ticket. You're right, man. That was a time that that was like a four month or four week ordeal. <laughs> Which maybe they shouldn't charge for this game. You know, hey, whatever. No, I. I hope it's a good crowd. I hope it's a, a good welcome for these guys. I hope they play well. And 
head into the bye week off of a win. They're not going to be feeling good about themselves. There's no way that's going to happen. But I'm hopeful that they're feeling better and at least, you know, positive and and anxious to to cap the season off in a good way. Like that's that's how I hope it goes down. Yeah, I mean, so. getting to a a bowl game would be nice. Just if nothing else, for the extra practices that a young football team could use. Now, sure. you might be playing in a bowl game that's on December 27th, and you're not going to have, uh, you know, the month-long preparation like you would a New Year's Six game or a semifinal game, but who cares, man? This team oh, yeah, getting you more will, reps dude. in practice, that's fine. you kidding me? I, they're off early. No Big 12 championship game? Uh, that is true. Come on. Yeah, that is right. No, in all seriousness, right, like, that, uh, that, that is a big that, that would be a big thing for this team. I, I don't know if it's a deciding factor if they uh, you know win ten games next year or not, but more practice time for these guys. That, that actually is a for everything that they're trying to install and everything they're trying to accomplish. That is a pretty big deal, I think. It is, it is. That's right. You get there. Um, uh, it would it would definitely do them some good, and you know. I, it, it's it's not necessarily something that you build on, but it is it is crucial time and, and crucial practice. I mean, you're talking about an extra maybe 15 or 18 practices. That's dang near as many as you have in training camp. That's a lot. So that extends things quite a bit. All right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out today at Titan Factory direct a really cool place here they've got turnkey land and home packages they do a proper budget analysis to see where the customer wants to be for monthly payments and location of their new home and once they find that place they get them in touch with the contacts there for the land and the parcels and then they handle everything on the back end over 200 floor plans custom designs uh, work with eight of the largest lenders in the manufactured home business Uh, competitive rates and loan terms, order their homes from 10 different factories located throughout the United States, and they do work with any type of credit. So come on in, stop in at Titan Factory Direct, and see if they can get you in a new place today. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. You're simply the best. Beats and Bites is back at Riverwind. And this time it's for Bedlam, presented by Phillips 66. So don't miss the Eli Young Band. And special guest Wade Bowen. Plus all of your favorite food trucks. The night before Bedlam, November 18th. Tickets are just $5 at riverwind.com or at the box office. 
Sooner Nation. Two-game mini-plan options for the 2022 Oklahoma football season are on sale now at Soonersports.com. Fans can purchase a two-game package starting at $130 for the game against Kansas on October 15th and have the option to add the Baylor game on November 5th or the Oklahoma State game on November 19th. Limited tickets are available and can be purchased by calling the Oklahoma Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our... One thirty-four thirty-nine is the number, by the way. If we go five and seven, how likely is it that we would still go to a bowl game? Not, not very. I don't know. They make some exceptions. It feels like every year. Um, those have been COVID exceptions here recently. Um, doesn't feel yeah, like we'll have one of those. Yeah. I, Didn't Rutgers get know. one of those? Because uh, A and M was too scared to play Wake Forest last year. And Rutgers got to play instead. Maybe. I think that's who it was. Yeah, I think so. But I, uh, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't know. Let's just hope we win more than five games. You know. <laughs> Boomer Brady says OU fans are less talented and lack experience. So undisciplined. Get pushed around by the heat. Eleven a.m. starts and distracted by alternate uniforms and LED lights. He's taking the fight to the fans instead of the team. Um, well, I, I don't know. OU fans, I think, are uh, – and, and this is not a, a shot at OU fans, but – But? Well, it's just been – so long, I they, they the Oklahoma probably has like out of the last twenty two years, I it has to be like the longest run of success of anyone out there without any real down period. Yep. I the only down period is like a one year eight and five season like that happened twice. You know, yeah. I think it's been a ten-win season every year, other than those two. Yeah, and, and I mean, even it? in some of those, like '05, you beat a number six Oregon team in the bowl game, right? One of those eight-win seasons you're talking about. Yeah. '09, right. you still figured out a way to beat Stanford that year. 2014 was really bad, but that was still an eight-win team, is what you're talking about here. And that's like, that's been the low bar over this time. Sure, I mean, they've had the, they've been the model for consistency in college football. And you know. 05, you're transitioning after a, a Heisman Trophy quarterback. 09, you're transitioning after a Heisman Trophy well, quarterback. Not 09, you just got decimated by injuries that year, and really kind of from the get go. Sam was back. That's well, the year yeah, that but Sam he got did, hurt. Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, he played like two quarters the entire season, though. Yeah, well, right? I, he played uh, the BYU game. He played the entirety of the Baylor game, and they got hurt the first half of the Texas game. So a little bit more than two quarters, but Jermaine Gresham didn't play any quarters that year. He played zero. I thought he got hurt in the BYU game. He did, but he came back in the Texas game a few weeks later. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. The the point is uh, they're few and far between, and the fan base has become accustomed to having a really, really good football team year in and year out. It's not their fault. It's just what has happened. And anytime, like, something that you have that you're accustomed to is in question or perhaps no longer there, panic sets in. And that's what we got right now. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's not justified. It's just kind of what we're, what we're dealing with. Dang, the spread's up to nine now. I just looked. OU minus nine on ESPN. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. I hey I'm I'm down. I don't know if you're going to be a nine point favorite again this year. So let it climb to double digits. I'll enjoy it while it lasts. But I guess people are betting this thing up. Okay. Does that make you feel better yeah. or worse now that you're seeing that? In text line, that's you included. No change. No change whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard how to, I feel. Hard to after the past few weeks of what we've seen. It's like what okay. What was the spread last week? It was uh, I don't know what it ended up at kickoff. Maybe like Texas eight? minus or Texas minus eight and a half. I think is maybe what it was. But the spread is climbing yeah, because that one of, by forty points. The spread is climbing because of the backup quarterback situation at Kansas. But you're also saying to yourself, well, God, I it hasn't the quarterback situation really hasn't mattered the past few weeks. They played whoever they've want and have marched up and down the field. I think it has more to do with. Dylan Gabriel being back than it does uh, Daniels being I out. would love to see an alternate line. But it's really line. the combination of the two. I'd love to see an alternate line with or without Dylan Gabriel in this game. With, they're a nine-point favorite. What would it be without? How many points does he matter to this game on Saturday? <laughs> Coin flip? Pick him. Without? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, think that's, I think that's legit, yeah. I think that's legit. I think it's got to be. Uh, we seriously don't have an offense if if he's if he's not out there. I don't know who they would play. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know what they would do. I, I wouldn't imagine Bevel would be your starter. I don't know what the situation was with Booty. I don't think Venables got into that any today, did he? Um, like Evers, I. I Maybe you see a little bit more of Evers, but I wouldn't necessarily expect that either. So no. I, I don't know what we would get. Um, someone texted Wildcat. In, yeah, well, that's what it'd be. Someone texted in saying that Iowa State plus sixteen and a half uh, against Texas and Austin this Saturday is the lock of the century. Maybe I mean that is a lot of points, but. The point is, is that, you know, Texas, that's, that was the biggest win of the Sark era. Granted, they, they beat a team that was having to throw a, the Wildcat with the tight end out there at quarterback on Saturday, but it's the best win of the Sark era. What do they do with it now, man? Like, they're 4-2, they're and two, and they've got a very winnable game against Iowa State at home on Saturday, but then they hit their tough stretch at OSU, at Kansas State, TCU at home, at Kansas, Baylor at home. They can lose any of those five remaining regular season games. These last right. six for Texas, that's really going to shape what kind of seat that Sark is on heading into year three, even though he just beat OU 49 to nothing. Yeah, it's a unfortunately for, for Texas, they've, they've made their way through the crappy part of the Big 12 with West Virginia and Oklahoma. 
now they've got to face the real daunting, uh, uh, you know, run of all of the actual good teams. And I'm halfway joking with that, Tyler. Um, but well, four no, of their last five opponents are ranked. You can't say that about any of the previous uh, teams that they played. There's no doubt. It's it's going to be it's going to be a difficult road road for Texas. Um, but that's a that's a really talented football team that we saw out there. We'll see. I you know we made it incredibly easy on their defense because we had zero passing game, couldn't throw the football down the field, and we made it incredibly easy on their offense. Never got to Quinn Ewers. He had a ton of time throwing the football. Um, mistakes, you know, throughout the game. So like, we could not have made it an easier day on Texas. Did he even hit all. the ground one time? I know that he didn't get sacked, but did they even push him down or anything? Did he get knocked to the to the turf at any point in that game? Yeah, I think when he scrambled for that first down on third and ten plus. Mm. Okay, well, good. Good thing they at least had to wash his jersey because it didn't really feel like they needed to because he just sat back there all day long with no pressure. Actually, he may have stepped out of bounds on that play after he got the first down, so maybe not. Yeah. It's it's as easy as we could have made it on a quarterback that day. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm not ready to crown him as, oh, my God, like Texas is significantly better with him at quarterback. Well, I've seen two other quarterbacks before him. Uh, be Big 12 Players of the Week, and I mean, it was it was best case scenario for him. Not much pressure was applied to him whatsoever. A whole judgment on uh, one yours, please. That does remind me. Um, I got a I got a sympathy text message from a former uh, teammate in the NFL uh, that was uh, that's a Texas Longhorn. Uh, he's like, hey man, I'm not not like trying to rub in the the win or anything at all. Just but curious, are you guys okay up there? I mean, what's what's going on? That's, God, Texas <laughs> fans like are checking in on OU fans. That's how bad it is. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's what yep, Roy yep, Williams yep. Uh, texted you on Sunday. If it's going it was okay, not Roy Williams. Hmm. Was not. Was not. Was it one of the um, defensive linemen that you played with? In was it Corey Redding? Is that who it was? No, it was actually um, uh, one of their former former fullbacks, Will Matthews. In he's the uh, he's the sideline analyst for their uh, radio broadcast. Jeez, good dude. Well, good I, dude. I had to watch an audio clip or a video clip last night of Major Applewhite talking about. Oh, I enjoyed every single moment of that game. Oh, I watched every single play. Oh, oh I, I enjoyed every single play of that game. That made it worse, seeing yeah, Major yeah, yeah. Applewhite take that much happiness in what happened on Saturday. Yeah, big shock. He had a Saturday afternoon free to watch Whoa, the game. Wow. Dang. Huh? Okay. How about that? I, is he still coaching? Not bad? Is he like, no, it was great. I trust I me. I at Alabama, wasn't he? He was at Alabama. Is he at like South Alabama now? Let's see. He is, uh, he is the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at South Alabama is where he's at. So, okay. you're right. Their games don't matter, so he could probably just watch OU Texas up there in the box. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, hey, we're fine, okay? We'll be just fine. Don't worry about us up here. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out today at Titan Factory Direct. they got over 204 models that you can choose from. They work with the top lenders. 
uh, in the uh, in the the section, and uh, they can work with any credit score. Also, give them a call here, Titan Factory Direct. See if they can get you lined up in a new home today. Play on Saturday. I guess they'll know for sure on Thursday. Text line says, if you guys think you're not as petty as Major Applewhite, you should listen to your own show sometime. Well, I take pride that we're way more petty than Major Applewhite ever yeah. thought about being. What would ever What would ever lead someone to believe that we're not petty? Well, Are you kidding me? I feel like we kind of base our whole show off of yeah. that, don't we? Did I make fun of A&M today? Yes, no, I did. I made fun of A&M today at 2.30. Our small town Oklahoma uh, town of the day was Cash. And Parker said it'd be awesome if it was spelled C A S H, and I said that that was how uh, that that would that would be a town around College Station. I think I said something to that effect. I don't remember. It was oh, for and, like a yeah town name or something. Paying off recruits or something because that's what they nice. do there. Yes, nicely done by no, you. It's, Look uh, at that. It's it's petty for sure. Let's all focus. Yeah, come on. Like, that's that's a ridiculous text message. Of course we uh, we know we're way more petty than. Major Applewhite. I, matter of fact, I don't think it's petty of Major Applewhite to say that. Um, I think it's, I, I think it's expected to enjoy watching your alma mater beat your biggest rival. That's not petty. Come on, what are we talking about here? Sark, um, Sark could have made that a lot worse than he did. I'm a little surprised. Oh, he, that, yes, sir. And I'm surprised he that he didn't. And I don't know if I would have operated the same way uh, that that he did. Mm, you know, it's more powerful to walk off the field and and tell your your biggest donor or your biggest recruit that <laughs> yeah, we could have scored a hundred on him if we wanted to than it is to actually go out and try. Yeah, I guess he's been on the other you know? side of that a few times, so maybe there was some sympathy that was built up there, but I am surprised they did not try and rub it in. I mean, it was 49 nothing, but I'm, I'm surprised that it uh, wasn't worse than that. Major Applewhite did make a comment that he's going to have to have a talk with the Texas kicker that had the miss to, to make it 52 nothing in the game. Okay, now that's petty, yeah. all right? That's more like it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Well, Drew. my middle name is Petty. I I do appreciate that. Well, I, yeah, I I kind of felt the same way at the end of that football game. I was like, I paid Sark. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate that. I think they knew pretty early on whenever they saw us running wildcat on like third and eight uh, <laughs> in that, the third quarter down 28 yeah, whatever it was and they knew where the where the football game was and uh, it's like yep okay that like we know what's going on here the the problem is like I was worried we weren't going to be able to stop them like from busting off a, oh, a couple I, more I, long I runs I hear you I hear you uh, tough news coming out today for Kansas Jalen Daniels Sounds like he might be out for the year. Now, that's just a report. That's not coming from KU, so there's that. But even with Jason Bean and the fact that he started some games previously and he played well on Saturday, can that be a pretty devastating field of their locker room now that they know that their best player, they're not going to have him for the rest of the season? Or can um, this KU team operate the same way they have up to this point with their backup quarterback in place for the rest of the year? Well, I think they've got to be pretty thrilled with the way that he played 
and gave them a chance to win he balled, against man. TCU. He balled. Um, it it may do them some good knowing that like they're a top twenty five team coming to Oklahoma, and the fact that their starting quarterback, who's been playing out of his mind this season, has been ruled out. And it's not even like a blip on the radar screen for Oklahoma fans. Like it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you start at quarterback. We're worried about this game. So it's not like they're going to sneak up on us or anything, you know? Oh, oh yeah, they got a backup quarterback. No problem. I mean, he almost almost beat us last year up at their place. Uh, whenever they hadn't won a game all season, but yeah, we're not worried about them. That's not that's not the football team you're getting right now. I guess the word to use for their defense is opportunistic. Um, well, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. they're definitely their defense. They get to the quarterback. They get to the quarterback. They haven't given up a whole lot of sacks this year as well. The, but they but they but they get to the quarterback. But at the same time, you can get yards on them. I think they're ninth in the conference in pass defense this year. Yep, yep. Um, that's right. I think. Uh, I still – we should be able to – I mean, their defensive line is good. Uh, they get penetration. They get to the quarterback well. But I still think we should be able to run the football on them. Um, like I said, like I, I kind of – I'm feeling better about where our, our offensive line is right now and how they're playing as a group. Um, that may come as a shock. Kind of came as a, sh- a shock to me. I was like, am I really feeling like this right now? But um, – I kind of like our running game. We'll see what happens uh, with Gabriel, if he can get going in the passing game and open things up even more. All right, quick timeout. Final segment coming up next here from Titan Factory Direct. Remember, over 200 models, they work with the top lenders. Any credit score, they can work to get you in a home today. Stay tuned.